Fredrikstad is a Norwegian town conveniently located right between Oslo and Gothenburg. It traces its history back to the late 1500s and the Nordic Seven Years' War, when the town of Sarpsborg was burned to the ground by Swedish troops. The Danish King Frederick II decided to rebuild the destroyed city about 15 kilometers south of the original location and rename it after himself. But you probably don't listen to this podcast because you're interested in Norwegian history or the life and times of King Fredrik II. No, you probably listen to this podcast because you're interested in films, games and visual effects. And Fredrikstad is not just any old Norwegian town, it's also the home of a yearly animation festival. And that's why I'm talking about it. It's in fact the oldest animation film festival in the Nordic countries and traces its roots back to the early 90s. The latest one took place just a few weeks ago in late October. And today the yellow brick road leads all the way to that festival. Welcome to Norway and some great animation. Hi everybody, I'm Nils Lagergren and this is Yellowbrick Road, your friendly companion in the world of movies, games and visual effects. Yes, today we'll talk about Fredrikstad Animation Festival and with me today I have two colleagues from Goodbye Cancer Studios in Stockholm who both went to this year's festival. Producer Johan Edström and senior animator Jonas Forsman. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Johan, uh, you were in Fredrikstad partly with your Goodbye Kansas hat on. But you, Jonas, you were there because you were competing with your very own animated short film, Robert and the Whale. Uh, we'll talk about that later in this episode, but since both of you are new to our listeners, I would like to start with some introductions. Jonas, how did you end up in this lovely world of animation? Oh, <laughs> feels like uh, medieval ages by now when I started. But <laughs> uh, I think my interest came mainly from, like, I was interested in computers back in the days, like Commodore 64 and Amiga, like a lot of kids in my age. We were watching Star Wars and we were watching Terminator 2, Jurassic Park and similar movies and kind of wanted to combine the both by using computers and making movies. And we also made a lot of short films and with video cameras back in the days, like stop motion, but you recorded for one second and then stopped and <laughs> tried to <laughs> make something look a bit like animation. Mm. So I think that's how it started. And you, Yuan, what's your story? Uh, if uh, Jonas says medieval, I say Jurassic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I started in 1977. In actually, I think it was September 1st, 1977. Oh, you I have remember. a specific date. For yeah. It. And my first job was to move in an animation studio from one place to another. On the road, on the wagon. In Seoul now, yeah. outside Stockholm. Yeah. So I was moving. Um, paint bottles and things like that, cells and papers. And then I started working as an animator and I've been in the business since then. And done lots and lots of things. I've directed a couple of hundred commercials. I've produced a couple of hundred commercials. I've directed TV series and kid stuff and things for music videos and stuff for feature films, TV series. And then you ended up here in this pod studio. Yeah. Isn't life wonderful? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, what can you tell us about the Fredrikstad Animation Festival? 
It's a four-day festival. It's been going on for a good couple of years. It used to be in Oslo, and it's been in Fredrikstad for the past seven, eight years or something like that. Mm. I've been there for the last four years every year. It's been really great. They show films, of course. There is a competition for Nordic and Baltic shorts, Nordic and Baltic um, children's films, Nordic and Baltic commissioned films. And then there are screenings of the best of short films from all over the world and several uh, feature films as well. And it's a very nice place in a very friendly town. And they show really good stuff and they have incredibly good speakers this year we had uh, Gora Fujita from Facebook Quill, Eric Daniels from Disney Studios, Carter Goodridge is a super famous character designer. He did Despicable Me and oh, yeah. some other yeah. stuff. And Kieran Duffy, who did the background design or the environment design for The Breadwinner. That was the winner of um, the Annecy Film Festival this year. And, and it's a very good film. It's I a really good film. It. And it's beautiful. And yeah. it's... Uh, to a large extent, thanks to this guy hmm. who is speaking. And to get these speakers and be able to listen to him in one day, that's like almost impossible anywhere in the world. If you go to Annecy, it would be sold out. Hmm. Here, everyone has access to these incredible people. So that was really cool. How, how many people attend the festival? Do you know that? A couple of hundred. They had a 70% increase in ticket sales this year. So, wow. Yeah, so that was pretty good. Mm. But it's uh, small enough that it fits in the bigger theaters in Fredrikstad. So no one is left outside in the cold. Everyone, <laughs> everyone is welcome included. And uh, it, the events don't sell out even though they're full. Some people get to sit in the stairs, but it's okay. So it's very inclusive, the whole festival, mm. which is great. So it's everything from film students to professionals. And you've been there for four years, you said. Mm. Uh, but, but Jonas, this was your first visit there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, what's your impression of this year's festival? I like the size of it because you, you had the time to actually speak to anyone you wanted to talk to. And yeah, it felt more like a family almost after a couple of days. So you recognize the faces of people and... And the quality was really high on, on a lot of films that they were showing. I think they did a wonderful selection of films. Johan, Goodbye Kansas had two films in competition this year. The, the promo for ITV's Dancing on Ice and the game trailer for Funcom's Mutant Year Zero to Eden. Uh, none of them won, unfortunately. Uh, but it's always great to be nominated, of course. Of course. Of course, fucking of course. Uh, did you get any reactions on, on these films? Yeah, people really liked them. Uh, many people had seen uh, Mutant Year Zero before and mm. uh, liked that a lot, especially since it's kind of close to uh, more cartoony character animation yeah. with a with a character design. And uh, everyone is very impressed with the high level of work coming from Goodbye Cancer Studios. So That's nice. people know the studio. Uh, and, and the trailer also has a duck. Exactly. I, I, I think that that's crucial. Yeah. <laughs> that, that really brings it into this more character-driven animation world that the festival is really about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, the films that uh, or the, the thing that won the commission films was uh, actually the opening credits for a Norwegian uh, drama documentary about punk rock, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. Really cool stuff. It was sort of like... Uh, Punk Escher on Acid, <laughs> uh, created by Christian Peterson, who also won special mention for his short film about the little boy atomic bomb over Hiroshima. Hmm. 
Hmm. Jonas, you worked as an animator on, on the ITV program Dancing on Ice. Uh, is there anything you can tell us about that production? Um, yeah, I was only on that for a week or so, but it was really fun. And the director had a really cool storyboard that was really story-driven. And, and um, you could already see at the storyboard that this was going to be a nice piece. And um, when someone arrives with that, you know that's going to be a, a good commercial coming out, or ident in this case. Yeah. It's nice, uh, I think, especially the start of it with these two polar bears that meet. When I saw it, I couldn't help thinking, how do you animate an animal like that, a polar bear, and express feelings in the sense that these two polar bears have? I think it's a lot about the eye contacts, like how you look, and also the tempo and the speed, how they move. And also the pacing of the shots, like you start out really slow in this one and then you, it ramps up and gets faster and faster. So you kind of tell a story with the tempo as well and not just the characters. And of course the music really helps in this piece as well mm. as to sell it off. Yeah, It's a lovely tune. Yeah. <laughs> As I mentioned earlier, you were in competition with an animated short film you did more or less alone, Robert and the Whale, and it received a special mention at the festival. What can you tell us about that project? Uh, I started out by myself uh, for a long time, drawing storyboards and working on the story. And then I added a couple of friends and it kind of grew. By the end we were about maybe 20 people that did different parts of it. But uh, the idea came to me 2013 when I was living and working in New Zealand. Me and my family went on a whale safari and um, I kind of got fascinated by these huge animals and robots has always been a big fascination of mine. So I think that kind of started the whole process of making something about a whale and a robot. Mm. How did you fund the production of the film? We started out by just making it because we wanted to make a, a movie. It was fun, but uh, we only got the funding when we were almost done. So we were like 80% into production when we got some fundings. And then we decided to hire a company to help out with some water simulations and also some rendering to kind of finish it uh, faster than it would have taken if we only worked on the side of of a normal day job. So yeah, so that's that's how it But you worked on many years on this film. How do you keep the passion alive? Yeah, yeah to start with, I usually start going too early into 3D production. And this time I kind of stayed away from the computer for as long as possible. Uh, so I just had a complete story storyboarded before evening opening any 3D software or building anything. So the story was kind of working before. And uh, that was probably two and a half years now since I finished the storyboard. And then production took about two and a half year or two years, almost in 3D, from start to finish. Hmm. And speaking of funding, it is it hard to fund productions of animated short films in Sweden? Yeah, it is. I I think it's uh, like rolling a dice, <laughs> and if you get <laughs> like a number, you you get funding, and sometimes you get funding, and sometimes you not get fun- any funding. So you never know if it's going to be funded or not. No. So, and if you do get funded, it's 
basically just going to cover your costs. It's not going to cover your salary or anything. So, mm. so um, my advice to film students is to just make films without any funding to start with because that can easily be a showstopper. But then it's difficult. It's almost as hard to uh, and takes as long time to fund a short film as it takes to do a feature film because mm. you need that many co-producers and sources of funding and the approval process is pretty much the same. It takes the same amount of time. So. Mm. Is the situation as bad in other Nordic countries as it is in Sweden? It's pretty similar. You need co-production. You need several different sources of funding. You can't get all the money from one place. No. You know, if you if you do an application in Sweden, you have to get, you know, a letter from your accountant and you have to <laughs> <laughs> prove that you don't owe the tax office any money. <laughs> all of those you things know, that, those that things. tend to kill passion. Yeah, <laughs> in a sense. and very detailed things. And then the uh, application periods are only a few times a year, so they don't coincide with the different financiers and stuff. But there are lots of really great organizations supporting short films in Sweden, so I don't think we should complain. In most other countries, there's nothing. Right. So uh, we should still feel pretty good about it, but don't expect to make a living making short films, at least not animated short films. Right. <laughs> but do them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Would you like the long version or the short? Let's start with the short and go from there. You're not... So you showed the film and you also talked about the film at the festival, right? Mm -hmm. uh, how did people like it? I heard only good things about it. And also the jury were a lot of kids in it. So they were reacting to it as well. And you can hear some laughter and someone is talking in the audience about it. So it's it's kind of fun That's to nice. be, be sitting there. <laughs> But was it like a Q&A about it as well? It was called Meet the Filmmakers, so all the filmmakers and all the different short film sections were talking about their films. So we had a bunch of questions regarding the films and how we came up with the idea or, and all that. So that was interesting. The award ceremony was great because it started with a screening of about one hour of short films made by children. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so that was really cool stuff. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> with many of the filmmakers, the young filmmakers in the audience. And their parents and family members. So, so the, this festival has, has a huge uh, age span, and it's yeah. both children and yeah. senior animators like yeah. yourself. The, <laughs> the jury that gave Jonas the prize consisted of eight-year-olds, I think. So. That's so <laughs> They're really, cool. really yeah. cool. It's a tough audience. <laughs> really tough audience. <laughs> I was glad to meet you too. Me. Has the film been selected for other festivals as well? Yeah, so far we have been selected for 14 festivals. I can only say a few of them, but like Italy, Warsaw, Poland, Syndicate Amsterdam, Fredrikstad, Norway, Chicago, International and some others. So. But you don't always travel there? The no, that would be too expensive and yeah. take too much time. <laughs> but it would be fun. <laughs> and the film can be seen at Swedish cinemas? Yeah, on. yeah. we just had a premiere at uh, Folkets Bio here in Sweden. Uh, where we show uh, three short films cut together as a half-hour package. So that one is uh, screening right now, actually, and will be going on for probably a couple more months, I, I would think. That's so you, you can see that, I think, 28 different cinemas in Sweden. Yeah. Well, it's a great little film, and I hope it will get many viewers. Do you have plans for a, a new one, a new project already? Or? There is always something, you know, cooking in my brain. <laughs> And um, I've been writing this whole summer on something new, so hopefully 
can make something more <laughs> in the future. Anything you can share? <laughs> uh, it's a sci-fi for mm. probably like teenagers and up to adults with dialogue this time. So, the Felix Todd Animation Festival. How many films did you see at the festival? And was there any specific films that you would like to highlight? Yeah, how many did we see? Uh, I probably saw like 30, 40 films. Yeah, at least or more. Or 60 if you include the children's films that they made, (laughs) that the kids made. The festival opened with the film The Tower, which is a stop-motion feature film uh, about a Palestinian refugee camp in Lebanon, which is really nice and cool and has been given a lot of awards and attention. Mm. Norwegian-Swedish co-production. The Breadwinner is amazing, really beautiful film. And uh, other highlights... uh, The Egg was a short film. Yeah, The Egg is amazing. The Egg? Yeah. Uh, especially since I suffer from ovaphobia. <laughs> so it was like watching a horror film for you. Yeah. And I always joke about that with them. <laughs> what was it about? It's about eating disorder and the obsession with food and sexual pleasure from eating and uh, things like that. And it's beautifully designed, really cool. Hmm. With a whispering voiceover by the director herself. Martina Scapelli, who's Italian and lives in uh, Denmark. I need to see that. Yeah, it's really cool. It's black and white. You will love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything black and white. <laughs> Have you ever considered food as a choice instead of a need? Have you ever considered your house? as a safe place to be sick. Johan, you have a long history in this business and you have visited lots and lots of animation festivals, both in Sweden and abroad, obviously. Why are such festivals so important? Well, it's the main venue for screening films and uh, it's the main place where people meet, inspire each other, and you get to go to all these great seminars and talks and meet other people in the business. I was very inspired when I was at a very early Annecy Film Festival in the beginning of my career, back in, I think it was like 1980 or 81 or something, Mm -hmm. when Annecy was still really, really small. It was not a 15,000 people festival like it is now. It was more like a 1,000. It was a little bit more like Fredrikstad back then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I've been to many, many festivals and really love it. I want to go to at least four or five festivals a year. (laughs) <laughs> and, and which ones are the best? Annecy is the biggest, best, I would say. That's in June. That's right? in June, yeah. yeah. It sometimes coincides with Swedish midsummer, which is a problem mm. if you have a family. <laughs> um, and uh, Ottawa is really good. It's a great festival. Pretty much every country in the world has some sort of animation film festival. Hiroshima is a really great festival that takes place every second year. Mm. They have a really good selection of films. These festivals get about 2,000 submissions every year and choose maybe 100 films or something. Mm. So it's really cream of the crop. Yeah, top quality. Uh, Do we have uh, any animation festivals worth mentioning here in Sweden? 
Yeah, we just had the um, the Rex Film Festival in Stockholm, which is a small festival financed by the different cultural institutes from different European countries. It's small, nice, and uh, very friendly and cool, accessible for everyone. The Uppsala Film Festival shows a lot of animated films. Uh, the Gothenburg Festival usually has a program with animated films, so you could call that an animation film festival. Mm. And um, there's also a festival in Trollhättan. It's pretty small, but nice as well. They have really good talks. Well, well, the talks are important, I understand, and also to meet other uh, animators and makers of animated film. Because I imagine being an animator can sometimes be rather lonely. Yeah. And most animators don't talk so much. (laughs) (laughs) They they can communicate by drawing to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Some really big uh, animation professionals that do talks just stand there and stutter. It's really funny. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's very nice. And some are very, well, good speakers. It's a big range, but I think the common denominator among animators is not to talk so much. No. no. <laughs> what talks were the best ones at Fredrikstad this year? I think I enjoyed uh, Carter Godrich the most. He's a character designer, probably like one of the, the best ones we've ever had. <laughs> he's been in the industry for such a long time, so he's very laid back and, and not so... Um, well, he tells the truth about the working in this business. Uh, mm. It's not just uh, fancy stories. It's both good and bad stuff. He showed lots of his rejected designs. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A lot of mammoths. Mammoths? Yeah, that never made it. <laughs> <laughs> and cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his cats were always rejected. Yeah. I don't know why. They were very cute. <laughs> But uh, I also liked Goro Fujitas. He's a pioneer in virtual reality. He draws with a software called Quill, so he could make a, a, an animation that's about 15 seconds. He could make in 15 minutes to kind of show off ideas. And you move around with the camera, you can add butterflies and a waterfall and uh, falling leaves and wind in the trees and lots of things in just a couple of minutes. Uh, so that was really fun to see him working on stage live in front of the audience. Mm. And jumping rabbits. Yeah, yeah. In, in, <laughs> in 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so that's so it's definitely the future for yeah. some of the productions, I would think. Yeah. Run, rabbit, run. Run, rabbit, run, rabbit. What other filmmakers did you meet at the festival? I met uh, Christian, who makes Bamse, for instance, who I never oh, met before. And, uh, Bamse feature films. Yes, the Swedish ones. Uh, uh, Christian uh, Rultenius. Yeah. Who yeah. now presented his uh, upcoming feature, Pelle Svanslas, oh. which is... Uh, there were two previous Pelle Svanslas features, one premiered in 81 and one in 1985. And nothing has been produced since then, and he's redoing it now. It's really, really cool. Really beautiful design. With a totally new design then. Yeah, so it's actually the same character design that Janne Jesper did mm. back in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's upped a little bit, a little bit refined. And uh, the background design is uh, really elaborate, really cool, really beautiful. Mm. Uh, we met uh, Torte Bengtsson, who directed uh, Vitello, which is a short film, a TV series, and a feature film yeah. for children mm. from Denmark that also received the Audience Award. But both Bamse that you mentioned, Jonas, and Pelle Svanslös that you mentioned, those are Swedish animated feature films. How's the situation for animated feature films in the other Nordic countries? 
uh, I think Norway premiered four animated features this year. Wow. Oh, that's a lot. So that's pretty impressive. Pretty solid production and production funding. And Kvisten uh, accounts for two of those films. So Kvisten is doing both stop motion films and all CGI films. Okay. And there is a bunch of other feature films in production. There is a 2D feature in production over it right now and a CGI feature in production as well. The, the funny thing uh, with Norway and Sweden is that Norwegians are always complaining that their films are not screened in Sweden, but uh, that's actually not true. <laughs> the last two Kvisten films have actually had movie premieres here. Hmm. But otherwise, the big complaint is that the different Nordic distributors don't pick up the other Nordic countries' films. Okay. But I leave that to the distributors. <laughs> it's not my fault. And <laughs> um, um, what Swedish animated feature films can we look forward to, except for Bamsa then? Uh, uh, Pelle Svanslös. And Pelle Svanslös. I'm not sure. There are no that I know of. So yeah, I hope there will be more. But yeah. There's another 2D feature in production, directed by Linda Hambeck. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's coming out in a couple of years. And Pelle Svanslös is premiering um, Christmas 2019. Looking forward to that. Yeah. And looking forward to having you back here as guests at Yellow Brick Road. Many thanks for coming. Thank you. Thank you. And you out there, thanks for listening. As usual, you can see clips from the films we talked about at our webpage, goodbyecancerstudios.com. And be sure to tune in next week for a new stroll down Yellow Brick Road. Until next time. Goodbye, à bientôt, à Wiederhören, wie hoch?